0: Welcome to the Treble Health Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ben Thompson, audiologist and founder of Treble Health. This podcast is supported by TrebleHealth.com, the nation's leading telehealth service for tinnitus and hearing loss treatment. Thank you for being here on our podcast and make sure to subscribe to get our newest episodes sent straight to you. Let's get ahead with today's episode. Hello, my name is Ben Thompson, Doctor of Audiology. Today's video will focus on understanding tinnitus, A deep dive into different causes, how to diagnose the condition, and treatments. If you're new here on my youtube channel make sure to subscribe and if you've been watching these videos for a while leave a thumbs up to let me know you're here. Tinnitus, also pronounced tinnitus, is a common condition in the united states which affects between 10 and 20 percent of the population. The common symptoms are to hear a buzzing, hissing, roaring, ringing, or other similar sounds coming from the ears or the head in the absence of an actual external sound around you. These phantom sounds can be intermittent, meaning they come and go, or continuous, meaning they're always there. Although typically benign and non-life-threatening, these sounds of tinnitus can lead to problems with anxiety, stress, insomnia, sleep difficulties, and concentration challenges. There are three primary causes of tinnitus that account for about 80% of all cases. The first and most common is hearing loss-related tinnitus. The second is somatic or somatosensory tinnitus, which refers to conditions like neck, jaw, cervical spine, or TMJ issues, among others. And lastly, stress-related tinnitus, which can be caused after there's a lot of pressure on the central nervous system due to prolonged periods of stress or anxiety. One other particular kind of tinnitus is called pulsatile tinnitus, where you may hear the sound of your heartbeat or a rhythm to the ringing in the ears that matches the rhythm of the heartbeat. If you have pulsatile tinnitus it can be more of an urgent matter so it's important to consult your doctor immediately to rule out any sort of cardiovascular concerns as i've laid out the three main causes of tinnitus it's worth noting that research suggests tinnitus is ultimately caused by abnormal activity in the auditory brain the part of the brain that processes sound so that is the true cause or the main point in the brain and the body where tinnitus is. That's the origin of where the sound comes from. But as I've shared, it can be related to other things like our ears, hearing abilities, hearing loss, jaw, neck, cervical spine conditions, cardiovascular health, or even stress. While tinnitus itself is not harmful, it can be linked to other underlying diseases and conditions. So having a proper test to rule out certain conditions is very important. Let's talk more about hearing loss and its relationship to tinnitus. While not everyone with hearing loss has tinnitus, many people with tinnitus have hearing loss. In fact, hearing loss is the leading cause of tinnitus with research suggesting that 90% of individuals with tinnitus have some degree of hearing loss, even if that was slight, that is found on a typical hearing test. I'm an audiologist myself. And I work with Treble Health, which is an online telehealth service for those with tinnitus. So I know that a hearing test performed by an audiologist often can find hearing loss if someone comes in with a primary complaint or difficulty with tinnitus ringing in the ears. The reason that hearing loss and tinnitus are so closely tied is because there's damage to the inner ear cells, the cells in the hearing organ, the cochlea. Well, that can connect to the auditory nerve and the decreased sensitivity to external sounds in turn causes this internal neural activity to be interpreted as a sound. So your brain creates this phantom sound of tinnitus when in reality, mostly what it hears is an absence of sound because of the hearing loss. While age-related hearing loss is normal, tinnitus usually does not get worse with time. In fact, a vast majority of the time as your hearing naturally declines with aging, tinnitus can get better, especially if you're using the right tools and techniques that we cover here at Treble Health. The brain can learn to adapt to tinnitus and filter out the sound automatically over time. This is a brain process known as habituation. And much like your ability to tune out the sound of your own breathing, the visual of your own nose in your visual field, the brain can also habituate the tinnitus to the point where it's no longer bothersome and is hardly noticeable. While hearing loss may be progressive or age-related, it can also be caused by loud noise exposure, acoustic trauma, or other kinds of sudden sounds. Tinnitus caused by those loud sounds can either be temporary, like I went to a concert and I heard ringing in my ears that same night, or it can be permanent, like, my head was next to an explosion, let's say I'm a military veteran, and since then I've had this constant high-pitched ringing tone in my ears. Science has shown that repeated or prolonged periods of loud noise exposure can cause damage to the cells in the ear, and that can lead to a hearing loss which eventually leads to tinnitus. So in order to prevent further damage or prevent any damage, it's recommended to use earplugs to prevent hearing loss when you're around very loud sounds. That could be gunfire, going to a concert, riding motorcycles, things of that sort. Occasionally there are other factors that could be at play like hearing loss caused by infections, viral infections. There could be an effect of something known as labyrinthitis, which is inflammation of the inner ear. There's other kinds of diseases or illnesses that can be related to the inner ear and that can cause a hearing loss which also causes tinnitus in the ears. Among the more rare conditions of what can create hearing loss leading to tinnitus is Meniere's disease. This is a disorder of the inner ear, and it typically is accompanied by vertigo or dizziness, as well as hearing loss and tinnitus. Additionally, there's something called an acoustic neuroma, which is a growth on the auditory nerve, also known as vestibular schwannoma. This rare medical condition can cause hearing loss and or tinnitus. Finally, otosclerosis. This is abnormal bone growth in the middle ear bones, which sit just behind the eardrum. This can create a progressive hearing loss, typically found in middle-aged women, but can occur to anyone. And what it creates is a hearing loss that's called conductive hearing loss that can lead to tinnitus. Sometimes tinnitus can be the first symptom of a condition like otosclerosis. Other conditions that could lead to hearing loss and tinnitus include buildup of earwax, middle ear fluid, an ear infection, or anything else that can block sound coming in through the ear could create tinnitus. Allergies and congestion could also play a role, although those impacts are typically temporary and they get better pretty soon when the allergies or congestion clear. The other cause of tinnitus that I had mentioned is something called somatic or somatosensory involvement. And this is when conditions like the neck or the jaw can be responsible for the sound in the ears or the head. And it might seem like that's kind of a far distance away, but in reality, they're all pretty close. And the way that the system works is the neck or the jaw, they, they have patterns, they have pathways that can go either alongside the ear and the nerves or around the auditory brain and that region. Disorders of the temporomandibular joint, the TMJ, have been known to cause tinnitus and that can occur from misalignment or malocclusion of the jaw, either from grinding your teeth or other conditions. That causes inflammation and irritation of muscles around the jaw. That can either lead to exacerbating tinnitus, making your pre-existing tinnitus worse, or it can sometimes be the true cause of tinnitus. In terms of the neck, certain conditions like tightness in the muscles, abnormal posture, or cervical spine issues can be known to trigger tinnitus as well. So we want a full comprehensive evaluation to make sure we're ruling those medical possibilities out. Sometimes medical and dental treatment, whether that's for the jaw, TMJ, or the neck, have been shown to ease tinnitus symptoms. So if you have a proper treatment, proper course of action to improve those conditions, like treating TMJ or treating neck conditions, that can lead to an improvement in tinnitus if your tinnitus is partially caused by those areas. Another possible cause of tinnitus can be head injuries. Various head traumas have been reported in up to 10% of patients who seek tinnitus treatment, and those whose tinnitus was related to trauma tended to have a higher rating of distress from their tinnitus. So about half of all TBI traumatic brain injury cases report injury-related tinnitus. TBIs, concussions, or traumatic brain injuries tend to be most common for people over 75 years of age as well as those in the military or who are playing high-impact sports. In terms of other chronic health conditions that could be linked to tinnitus, research has shown that there's over 200 possible conditions, from common diseases like diabetes and cardiovascular diseases to autoimmune disorders such as rheumatoid arthritis or lupus that cause inflammation. Now, well, the causality isn't always proven here that those conditions don't necessarily cause tinnitus, there is a lot of correlation. So it shows us that tinnitus is a very sensitive medical condition and it might not take much for it to appear. Diabetes, for example, is correlated to hearing loss and elevated blood sugar, so damage to the blood vessels that could potentially affect the inner ear the hearing organ. Similarly, Cardiovascular diseases can affect the blood supply to the inner ear, and that could result in damage to the delicate structures of the hearing organ that are related to hearing loss and tinnitus health. Another issue with cardiovascular diseases is that in some cases, like with high blood pressure, it can force pressure and create an audible sound in the blood vessels, which is what I referred to earlier, known as pulsatile tinnitus. As mentioned previously, significant stress is a risk factor for developing tinnitus. Now, this stress may occur in the months leading up to the onset of tinnitus. The central nervous system is a part of the body that regulates emotional stress. And if you're going through a period of significant emotional stress in your life, such as emotional problems, financial changes, moving to a new home, changing jobs, or a death in the family, then you may experience tinnitus, which seems to come out of nowhere. Well, it may actually be linked to this stressful period of time in your life. How about medications? Can medications cause tinnitus? The answer there is yes. And there's a long list of medications that list tinnitus as a side effect. Most of them, it's a very mild side effect or it's not very common. Some of them, it can be significant and you really have to keep your eyes on it. When you say ototoxic, what that means in terms of a medication is that certain medications can create damage to the inner ear, the cochlea. That's referred to as OTO, O-T-O. So that's why we say ototoxic, potentially toxic to the ear. And that can lead to hearing loss or tinnitus. If your medication lists tinnitus as a side effect, it's very important to understand whether that's a rare side effect or a common side effect. Potential tinnitus is honestly very common in these kinds of medication side effects, so it's not likely to be something significant. Fortunately, most individuals taking medications, even ones that list tinnitus as a mild side effect, will not experience any changes to tinnitus or will not develop tinnitus. Ototoxic medications can include antibiotics such as gentamicin, tobramycin, which is often given through an IV, chemotherapy agents such as cisplatin or carboplatin, loop diuretics such as furosemide, and antimalarial drugs such as quinine or hydroxychloroquine. NSAIDs, non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs, may also cause or make tinnitus worse in high doses like aspirin naproxen, or ibuprofen overall don't be too worried about medications here the ones we just listed are the ones that are truly ototoxic and should be taken carefully but most medications that list in as a side effect again it's a mild chance that it's going to make anything worse if you're going through a cancer treatment if you have any of the other medications i just listed then the risk of developing tinnitus is higher or the risk of making your tinnitus worse is higher. But typically those are not permanent changes. Those are temporary changes in most cases. So just be mindful here and know that medications could lead to increased tinnitus. If you've been taking a new medication around the time that tinnitus started, that's noteworthy and you should mention that to your doctor because it is possible that a new medication you're using could be creating this tinnitus and if you stop using the medication, then your tinnitus would improve or go away. So make sure to work with your doctor to investigate that in the doctor's clinic, be in communication with her or him to make sure you're getting the most information about medications and if that could be related to your tinnitus. Try not to be overwhelmed, try not to hyper-focus on this because if you're taking multiple medications, you might have multiple medications that list tinnitus as a potential side effect, but just go after the big ones, the ones that are actually known to cause hearing loss or tinnitus in a lot of people. And just make sure that you do your due diligence there. My name is Ben Thompson, audiologist with Treble Health. I've been working on a project called tinnitusquiz.com, and it's designed to ask you a few simple questions that you respond to based on your history with tinnitus and the quiz will give you a result of how severe is your tinnitus, as well as a personalized recommendation for the next step you can take for what to do to find a solution. Head over to tinnitusquiz.com right now on a new tab on your computer or on your phone, or look for the link below this video to learn more. Let's now talk about finding the cause of tinnitus and how certain medical tests can lead to our diagnosis. Tinnitus usually comes on gradually, but sometimes tinnitus can be a sudden onset seemingly out of nowhere. In either case, it's extremely important to work with a medical professional who can properly diagnose what's going on. The best professional to head to would be an audiologist or an ENT doctor's clinic, where you can have a hearing test and have a medical opinion on what is the cause and best treatment for your tinnitus. During your initial diagnostic exam with your audiologist or ENT clinic, the doctor will evaluate your ears, and ask you certain questions about your history. They will explain the results on do you have a hearing loss, is there anything else that has our attention, and if there are any specific medical referrals that we would recommend to make sure you get the best care possible for your hearing and for your ear health. Certain specific tests may be ordered, but usually it's just a hearing test and a physical exam at the ENT clinic. Other tests may include an mri imaging of the ear or the head an evaluation of the jaw tmj or the upper neck cervical spine how do you know which doctor to see first Audiologists, ENT doctors, and primary care physicians all play an important role in helping solve tinnitus. ENT doctors can diagnose, assess, and treat underlying medical issues related to the condition. They also perform the physical evaluation of the ear, and they can interpret complex medical test results that may be ordered. ENT doctors treat conditions with medications or surgeries. Now, for 99% of tinnitus patients, that's not the best treatment, but for the 1% who have tinnitus caused by earwax and ear infection, otosclerosis, acoustic neuroma, other health medical illnesses or conditions, and the ENT doctor provides the treatment. Audiologists are the clinical specialists of tinnitus and hearing loss. So we perform the hearing test in a comprehensive manner to understand what part of your hearing system is causing the tinnitus. I'm an audiologist myself. I've done hundreds and hundreds of hearing tests over the years. Now I work only via telehealth online here on our YouTube channel, as well as treblehealth.com. But I've seen many patients who come into the clinic who have tinnitus as a primary concern. And about 90% of them have some degree of hearing loss that the hearing test finds. Usually that's an age-related hearing loss that may be related to the cause of tinnitus, but not always the primary cause of why the tinnitus is there. Audiologists may or may not specialize in tinnitus, but your audiologist can certainly diagnose your hearing level and give their opinion on the cause of tinnitus. Certain medical tests like otoacoustic emissions, high-frequency audiometry, or speech and noise testing may be used to give you the comprehensive results to help properly diagnose your tinnitus. If treatment is pursued, it's usually with an audiologist who's an expert in tinnitus, and that treatment will include tinnitus maskers ear-level sound therapy, or hearing aids. And those are medical devices that are programmed for tinnitus that sit up and behind the ears and can help promote the brain's natural ability to reduce the sound over time. Additionally, a well-trained audiologist can perform one-on-one coaching and therapy to help reduce the brain's response and reaction to tinnitus. When you use the sound therapy method plus the one-on-one coaching by the audiologist, Research shows that your brain can reduce tinnitus over time, as well as experiencing immediate relief from the methods mentioned. While this video so far has given an explanation of what may cause your tinnitus and how to properly diagnose it, you may find that certain things in your everyday life exacerbate tinnitus, make it spike, or make it louder. For example, stress, diet, and being in places that are very quiet are all things that can make your tinnitus more prominent or louder. So while the underlying condition of tinnitus may need medical intervention through an audiologist or ENT doctor for treatment, there are absolutely things you can start to do right now to help manage tinnitus and find relief. Your doctor can recommend the specific treatment that's right for you given the cause and diagnosis of your tinnitus. However, whatever plan you move forward with, make sure that you are working closely with your doctors and that it's a collaborative approach. Um, Managing tinnitus takes a lot of work and it takes persistent focus so make sure you commit to it follow the instructions by your doctor and you're likely to notice relief in the short term as well as reduction of tinnitus in the long term one specific treatment option that we have the most success with at treble health is working with a protocol called tinnitus retraining therapy. My personal mentor is the founder of tinnitus retraining therapy, and it's the most commonly used method by audiologists to help reduce tinnitus. Tinnitus retraining therapy uses a combination of targeted sound therapy devices that you wear on the ears for a matter of months, as well as one on one personalized coaching. And through this process over time, with a combination of appointments with your audiologist and the use of sound therapy treatment, the brain can reduce tinnitus over time as well as provide relief in the short term. Just know that whatever treatment you and your doctor end up pursuing, that there are absolutely solutions for tinnitus and you can experience relief over time. My team of audiologists and I have conversations every week about the success stories, people who start working with our program and then graduate because their tinnitus is much better. So if you haven't met someone who's gone through challenging tinnitus and succeeded, I can tell you that I hear stories from our own clinical team, audiologists who work at Treble Health, who describe this every single week. So have hope and remember that there are real solutions out there for you. If you wanna get started with tinnitus treatment, then head over to tinnitusquiz.com, answer a few simple questions, and you'll get a personalized recommendation for where to take your next step with tinnitus. Lastly, in today's video, I wanna recommend when it's important to seek medical help immediately. There's a few occasions when you should contact a doctor as soon as possible. If your tinnitus starts suddenly and is persistent, if you notice any sudden hearing loss, dizziness, or pain with your tinnitus, If your tinnitus is pulsating or whooshing in time with your heartbeat, if you have any symptoms of a stroke or neurological issues, including slurred speech, difficulty walking or weakness and numbness in your face or limbs, contact an emergency room or contact your primary care doctor or an ENT clinic as soon as possible. Thank you so much. Check out the next video here above my head where I go into depth on more topics of tinnitus relief, subscribe to the YouTube channel and head over to tinnitusquiz.com to learn more. Thanks so much. Bye-bye.